When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello to all of our fabulous listeners. Welcome to this episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm here with Ginny Gain. Our episode topic for today, we are going to discuss how to do boundaries LOA style. Because it's a little different than just regular old style. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) what's the other side of that? What's the other style? Like normal style, traditional style, things like that. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know if I have a clear what normal style is. I'll be honest, mostly I was like, oh, because it fits our topic, like LOA style, and everybody wants to know that. So I think it's really like Cassie and Jenny style and how we apply it to our lives, if we're getting (laughs) technical. (laughs) True, true. What are you excited about, Cass? Uh, I am excited. So we are recording this a few days before our first virtual live, and I'm excited for that experience because it's new, and it has me thinking about— like our first ever one in Toronto. And then really it has me thinking about, yeah, but it it has me thinking like almost it's a little longer than two years ago when you were in Denver. And so I've had like a lot of uh, nostalgia about that and just like Mm -hmm. excitement about where we were and just how we trusted the process and like, and, you know, we say this all the time, but like you build on it. And so I have no, like, yeah, it's new and it's, it's different. Like it's Zoom. It's going to be people that may have been on Zoom before, may never have been on Zoom before. Um, Like I do Zoom calls all the time, but like I haven't done it with you in a live. And yet, like now I get to just feel the excitement. You know, I wasn't Mm -hmm. ever worried in the past, but there's a new level of excitement you get to have when you keep doing things and you have different experiences. Hopefully I'm making sense. I'm just excited that like, oh, that time was so fun in the past. And now we get to open up in a, in a bigger way because we have done it before, because we have under our belt that it, it always is beautiful and amazing. And we always knew it was going to work out, but like having that data, you know, always helps our brains. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm just excited about the new adventure. That's awesome. I think that's an important point to highlight how that there's a new level of excitement that you have access to when you have built up that trust that things work out for you. So when you're operating Mm -hmm. from that level, yeah, things work out for me. Yeah, our events are always so perfect. They're exactly what they're meant to be. So we already have that going in and it kind of opens up this feeling, the space to be able to feel even more excited when you're thinking about it, which I think applies to anything that is happening in our lives. It does. And you just said like access was the word I was looking for. So thank you. Mm -hmm. Like it's like you, you, it's more available. And then it's also, um, you know, we say this a lot, like being in this, we talked about being in it for the long game and as a lifestyle last time, but like knowing, we were just talking a couple of weeks ago, like really the magic that has like just synchronicity happened, whatever, from the people that were in the room two years ago and sort of mm-hmm. what's being swirled yes. around and what's going on, right? Which is 
nothing that we actually even talked about at the event. It's mm-hmm. nothing. Um, it wasn't intention. Um, but, um, can it you just hear the dogs? Is, I can, it's awesome. <laughs> um, but it's just like, you're like, you have even more evidence that like, oh, like something cool it will be talking about in two years for all, for all these people that are showing up on zoom on Saturday. So yeah, it just gets, it just gets better and better. Like I am hoping any that, you know, anyone who wasn't like on the lifestyle LOA train after last week really got on. But like, if you weren't convinced, like, let this convince you, like, it just gets so much better because the longer you've been doing it and building up that momentum and seeing those results and experiences, like it just gets so good. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And it's not something you can describe. You have to just experience it. Yeah, you have to live. Yeah, live it. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, what are you excited about? I'm excited about momentum. So I was just standing yes. in the kitchen, <laughs> and Lisa <laughs> was telling me something. I'm just like, I can like feel it inside me. Just the past mm-hmm. week, even it's kind of really picked up, and a whole bunch of pieces has come together. Little evidences all over the place, as realizations, ideas, conversations, like seeing clients do this, hearing about friends in this situation, um, talking to Lisa, and having different ideas come together. It's just like it's everywhere, and I can feel the it's I don't know how to say it it feels I almost feel like I'm bursting and it's like Mm -hmm. Lisa was saying that thing to me and I'm just like I just wanted to smile and I don't even know what it means I can just feel that it's like bubbling um and I was telling Cassie earlier before that like there was a few weeks of more confusion and and it can't this came this like bubbling feeling and and allowing it to grow came after some like decisions and like one Mm -hmm. of the main decisions and you guys are gonna laugh but it's like everything I teach about like decide you know you're going to be deliberate about this or you're going you know you happiness is I choose happy I choose happy I choose happy and that's the thing only thing that matters and when, when you get it's kind of like I don't encourage seriousness but when you get serious about your what you're willing to focus on, life changes very quickly. This does not have to be a long process or shift at all. So it's just so fun to be aware of all that. So I'm excited about what's unfolding and the and the the momentum. I've had so many fun stories that hopefully come out at some point to to share with you guys. Yeah, that's what I'm excited about. Yay. That's awesome. I know. I love the stories. And I just got a great idea for another show where I want to talk about, um, I feel like we say this all the time. I don't know if everybody always hears us, but it's not, it's not always sunshine and roses. And sometimes it's, we get in those places because it's part of the process, right? Like you said, you know, it came from decisions. It came from deliberate choice because there's, everything is always moving. And so it, it just doesn't, momentum takes a little bit to build. And sometimes, you know, then you get to a spot and you build momentum again because you're continuing up the mountain, not because you stopped or anything's wrong. So I'm just going to stop myself before I get way into that topic. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a good idea. We should do another one on that. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Oh, man. All right. So anything else before we jump into this? I don't think so. I think we're good. I'm excited. 
Yeah. So how, well, maybe let's just see if we can get a little clear on these definitions um, just to set a foundation of like, what's, how do people traditionally set boundaries versus what does it mean to set a boundary LOA style? What would you say about that? <laughs> um, you know, like boundary setting for like a while was like, I didn't love the term. Yeah. Um, because, and I think I didn't love the term because um, of something we're probably going to get into a story about years later, but it it always felt like a lot of times it it didn't feel good, right? And mm-hmm. so I think some people will tell you like it's not supposed to feel good, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know that I 100% believe that because I, but when you find the space that is your boundary, it does feel good. Like when yeah. you find the place, right? Um, and sometimes the process to get there, there might be moments in time where in the beginning it doesn't feel good, but like you want to find the place that does feel good because that's where you'll hold it. It's where you're telling your truth, which is the LOA part, right? When we're mm-hmm. we're telling our truth, when we're honoring our beliefs. And I think the biggest thing is it comes back to what we say all the time. When we have chosen to live our life on purpose and we know why we're doing things, like it becomes easier to set these boundaries. It becomes easier and it doesn't have to sort of follow this, um, this like traditional terms, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it just becomes who we are, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it becomes who we live. And the reason I think LOA, you get more of what you um what you accept, right? So when we set boundaries and we're saying, no, that's not okay, or I'm going to move away from that. And sometimes it doesn't, it doesn't even have to be uncomfortable. It doesn't have to be anything. But when we move, we're moving towards what we want. We're moving away from what we don't want. So from an LOA perspective, you are going to get more of what you want and less of what you don't want. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think as well, in a very general way, traditionally boundaries are a lot about pushing against what you don't want. Whereas LOA style is like owning what you do want, very different vibrations. So when someone says you need to set a boundary, you don't want this, you know, this is some of the first questions that come up. And when you're exploring what is good for you or the boundaries you need to set, what don't you want? What's not okay with you? It's like very common. So in the past or in traditional style, you would tend to I don't want that. Don't say that to me. Don't speak to me like that. Um, I'm not willing to do that. Uh, I like all of this push against things, Mm -hmm. people, experiences. And so there's a more powerful way to set boundaries, um, which is what Cass was talking about, claiming what you do want. This is how I feel. This is what I'm comfortable with. This is what I want. This is what I allow. This is the kind of person I am. This is the kind, what, whatever, keep, you know, we could go on forever. Um, Mm -hmm. But that's how you stand in your truth versus trying to control or push against things you don't want. It's the biggest difference I would say. Yes. Is standing in your truth. And like, um, and sometimes it's, you don't have to shout it, but I'm going to use this as an example, is shouting your truth Versus saying no to something else, right? Mm, yes. You know, I, I pulled up something while we were recording just because I 
was like, oh, what are traditional sort of ways? Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and one thing that popped up first, right? Like number one, be served. Number two, learn to say no, which is yeah. important. Important, but it's like, mm-hmm. why are we saying no? And and what do we want to say yes to? And we're clear on that. Like, what are we creating? It gets a lot easier. Yeah. The LOA style brings in the conscious awareness of why you're taking the actions or setting the boundaries you are, um, why it's for you, why you're moving mm-hmm. towards what you want, how it's supporting you. Yeah. Yes. All right. Um, should we do stories first? Sure. And then yeah. sort of talk about how to do it? Okay. Yeah. Um, so I had, it was just recently, I had an ex reach out to me and with a, with through a text. And the second I got it, I was like, uncomfortable. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you know, it was, you know, a request to connect. And I, and I, clearly did not like I could tell within myself this doesn't feel comfortable and this is not my preference and how do I like so immediately I asked myself my this question how do I set this boundary like how do I communicate that this is not what I want and you guys like I still comes up without hurting their feelings but being clear um mm-hmm. and so all of that was at play in in my mind and going on. And I'm like, okay, we'll be aware. And so I, I reached out to Cass because I'm like, I couldn't get clarity with get clarity on this with myself. And I think there's some important steps kind of in this process that I want to to tell our listeners. So yes. Yeah. So the first thing, and Cassie did this beautifully. <laughs> she's like, <laughs> what what do you want? And I was and I was very clear. I knew what I wanted. I want it to be a casual relationship, you know, nothing or not. I wouldn't even call it like a relationship, a connection, a casual connection. So we're not discussing anything of deep meaning that feels most comfortable to me. And um, so that was clear. That was great. That's like step number one, right? Yes. Yes. What okay. do you want? And this is a thing I think it's missed because so often it's like, what do I not want? Right. Like, I don't want them to say X, Y, Z to me, or I don't yes. want this. I don't want them to right? feel this. I don't want them to do that or say that. Yeah. Right. And, so, which autumn, go ahead. Well, and it wasn't what do I want of this interaction? It was mm-hmm. what do I want? Like, what do I ultimately want from this connection? Like the relationship. Yes. Yeah. So that is important to remember. Like, what do I ultimately want? And in the, um, use the word connection, I'm going to use the word experience. Yeah. Because I think it, it is the connection, but it's more of what do I want in this experience of this relationship, right? Yes. What's, yeah. What feels good to me, right? And what, and I just want to give this example. Often when we go, okay, like what do, like it doesn't feel good. So what don't I want? Then we we sort of come up with this list in our minds of like, oh, I have to tell them not to do this, not to do this, not to do this, not to do this. But when we mm-hmm. get clear about what you want, you, you know, like it just, it the leads experience. the path to setting, the experience, right? Yeah. Leads the path to that boundary a lot clearer. Yeah, totally agree. Yeah. And so I think there's a difference because it can be, what do you want from the experience? And what do you want um in this, in this specific situation. Um, mm-hmm. Cause when I reached out to Cass, I said, I, uh, what did I say? 
<laughs> I said, you I said- want to set a clear boundary. And I, what was the other side of that? Well, you didn't, oh, it didn't feel good it. either way, right? Like, so it didn't oh, yeah. feel good. It was like, I'm looking at, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it doesn't feel good to ignore it. And it doesn't feel good to, to get on the phone. So I knew what yes. didn't feel good. <laughs> right. <laughs> yes, right. It's like, I know what I'm not willing to do, but I don't know how to, ha- like it's, and I yeah. don't know how to handle it almost, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what do I say? Because not doing anything doesn't feel good. And that's a yeah. sign. I would just say when you're in that place, that's a sign to remind yourself like, okay, what do I want from this experience? And mm-hmm. the, like sort of the follow-up or the pre-question in here is, do I want anything? Mm-hmm. Like, because it's okay, sort of sometimes when we're, in this, and I'm remembering some recent interactions with clients, it's like, well, how do I set this boundary? I'm like, well, what does this person bring to your life? Mm-hmm. Like, it sometimes it is just a way to be like, nothing. I don't, the boundary is like, the door is closed, right? Yeah. So it's and okay so you, to say that. It's okay to say that. Um, and there's a lot of ways you can say that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's kind of what, um, well, that's what I was after. So clearly communicating that what what was comfortable w- for me without speaking directly to it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a tricky yes. thing. I know you guys have been in these situations. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and this is such a good reminder of like we have to we still go through all the steps. Yeah. <laughs> right. We still because it's when we doesn't feel good, right? It's we have, we want to find the place where we're going because like, and and so it's all part of the process and how we know we want something different, whether it's a boundary or it's a million dollars is because we don't like what's happening. Right. Mm-hmm. And so it doesn't feel good. And so it's going through all of the steps to, okay, what do I want? Like, how do I get to feel good? And then where do I need to go from there? Yeah. And I remember in the past, like when I was a lot younger, I used to, because I thought it was just totally fine to speak my mind and in a very blunt way, I would be Mm -hmm. like, I don't want to talk to you or I don't want to go out or I don't want to come over. And people do get used to that, but it is, there are better ways to say that that aren't so I've learned harsh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just remembering like the first time you told me like that you said something like that to Lisa and I'm like oh yeah that's what you would say like (laughs) yep I know like okay (laughs) I know I know I'm still learning (laughs) yeah which is okay right but it's what's clear is like the I love that because sometimes I just go back to that like Jenny would be like no thank you like yeah I don't want to do that right and there's Mm -hmm. no nothing. And that is good. Like, and if that's where you start is blunt, it's no thank you. It's okay. It's on the other side to sort of either have a conversation with you about how it could be better. Right. Yeah. It it doesn't always have to be on us to make the other person feel good. Yeah. I'm going to say it's very rarely on us to make the other person feel good. Thank you for like, clarifying. You're yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, I was going to say, I also want to mention too, I was very aware that it, this was the time for me to, to, to make, to set the boundary on this. So like things had come mm-hmm. up in the past. And so, and I kind of tried to just get away with it and like, let it go by. 
And I could feel within myself that I wanted to. So that desire really helps. Like being aware that, like in tuning in, like, am I ready to set this boundary mm-hmm. with this person or with this experience or something like that? Because you don't have to. There's no, no one's from the outside is saying this, you must behave this way if you're going to live your best life. The most important thing is that you're honoring what you're ready for inside. And like Cassia and I have talked about, a little uncomfortable is okay. Um, And so I was very aware, okay, like now feels good to do something in a different way right now about this. Mm -hmm. And so that was a part of that. Yes. Yeah. Um, So what would you say was was next? um, Getting total clarity on what, like what that means, right? So it was one thing to say, like, I want a casual relation or I want a casual connection, right? Mm -hmm. But then it's like, what does that mean? And so I even asked the question, like, does that mean phone calls? And you're like, no. No. (laughs) Right? And so (laughs) getting like even more clarity, like, okay, what does that look like, right? The Mm -hmm. same things that we say in other ways, like, okay, this is what I want. And what does that look like? Like, okay, then you know, like, there's your boundary without sort of having to go through this, like, this doesn't feel good. I think I should say this. I think like, okay, mm-hmm. this is this is what you can have. And, and also being clear about, great, what does that mean that they can have, if anything, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can have some texts. We can have coffee when we're in the same town. Like that feels mm-hmm. good, right? Mm-hmm. Knowing what feels good um, helps you know where the line is as well. Yeah. And remembering too, you're coming from a place of love. Like there's no mm-hmm. saying you're an awful person or I don't want to be in this situation. This is coming more from I'm taking care of, of what I need to for me. And you have to remember that too, because I think that like a lot of people get caught up in the what if I hurt them? And mm-hmm. and it's it it's um how do I say this? If you're coming from a place where you're respecting your alignment, you have to trust that it's going to be what is best for them. And you can't decide or analyze why. Um, Yes. Because love equals love and kindness equals kindness. And kindness and, and boundaries are together. They, they're the same. They don't, they're not opposites. So, Mm -hmm. and sometimes they get, because boundaries are what they are, it seems like you're, it's almost mean, but it's not mean. It's respectful and, and it's honoring. And if you, we have to learn to do that within ourselves before we can do that with anyone else, with clients, with coworkers, with partners, with kids, with friends, you, you do it, you like everything, you do it with yourself first. Mm-hmm. And um, I want to say, like, being evolved doesn't mean that you never do anything that doesn't. Someone else doesn't feel something or have to process, right? Because it might Mm -hmm. not feel good even when you're kind to someone else. And being evolved doesn't mean that your actions don't ever um, make someone else feel a certain way. What being evolved means is that you are honoring you Mm -hmm. and you are leading with love which most importantly is leading with self-love. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've also yeah. been on the other end of this <laughs> when partners, <laughs> when ex-partners have set boundaries with me and I'm, and I'm like, it's like a stab to the heart and you're like, oh, but then you're like, <laughs> okay, I get it. You know, like it's, right. 
And then that's your work as, you know, conscious beings. You're like, okay, this is my work. It's, this is my stuff to be able to move Mm -hmm. through this on my own. Yeah. And you can either say yes yes to that opportunity or no. Um, And the other thing I want to just get in here quick is that there is no drama about this. Like it was just, okay, we're here. Let's look at this in a very, um, what's the right word? Like objective. Like I didn't go into any stories. There's no stories about anything. Mm -hmm. It was just like, okay, how are we going to, how do I want to move through this in the most Mm -hmm. kind, honest, honoring way? Yeah. Yeah. And the way to stay out of the drama is to realize, like you realized, I don't feel like there's a choice that feels good in the beginning. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And then go through the process of, okay, what do I want? And what does that look like? Great. What yeah. does that mean that person can have? And where does that mean the line is? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then it, um, I found myself asking, so I, I literally texted Cassie. So I'm like, okay, do I have to call to do this? <laughs> and then, um, and then even like Cassie saying no, I was like, okay, good. But I can know by my own question, right? Do I right. have to? Like, if you're asking yourself, should I? Do I have, must I? Is that going to be that torture? Like, don't put yourself through that. Just like path of least resistance. Um, mm-hmm. And you can trust that. And so, and then as soon as I wrote the text, I'm like, oh, this is it. This is, I feel mm-hmm. this is the relief. And um, it felt like honoring the, honoring, not wanting to ignore. So I wasn't ignoring and mm-hmm. not, uh, and being clear about what I wanted to share, the level okay. I was willing to share it. Yeah. And what yeah. you didn't do was explain yourself, which yes. my clients will recognize that term all the time. You didn't explain it. You just did it. You were it. You bead. This is not an official word, but yeah. you bead the person that you wanted to be, yeah. right? And so that boundary was naturally set in the way that you use the words that you use because you were being that person. You were having that casual connection. You were doing it in the way that you wanted and you were honoring yourself and like being, without saying it, you're being clear about what you're willing to give and what you're not. Yeah, exactly. That's the that was the difference. Is I'm in the past had been someone who likes to to go directly into why into like the specifics, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh well, maybe blah 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 blah. Instead of just um, I don't know how to, well, just what you said. Be the person. Keep it light and casual, and you don't have to adre- address or justify the specifics of why you're not getting on the phone. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's very, I think, um, a lot of traditional boundary setters will tell you that there is no, like, there's not an explanation. It's just a definitive, right? Yes. And so taking it to the LOA style of that, if you've heard that before, it's really the way you put it in LOA is you're being that person. You're just mm-hmm. doing it. You're not, you're being it. You're not, not thinking trying to it. explain you're not explaining it, it. Yeah. not justifying it, not any of those other things. You're just being it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So do you want to jump into your example? Yeah. So this is an example of how you can, and we get this question a lot, like, how do I deal with other people? Um, And it came up this weekend um, with um, my love's mom was um, over six feet away, of course, actually like probably 12 (laughs) or 15. (laughs) 
in the backyard. And the backstory of this is that I have new, we, we have new amazing pool chairs that we manifested like, a ridiculous um, sale on or amount off. Yes, yeah. right? So I'm trying to like do the math real quick. 200 times. So 2,000. We invested $400 in something that would normally be $2,000. We got the same thing. Brand new, amazing um, lounge chairs for the pool that I love that match my couch that has been like on my balconies. Probably my... I'm going to write a post sometime about like the five best investments I ever made and that couch will make it. Yeah. <laughs> um, the payoff of my outdoor couch, but it matches. It's, it's what we've been looking for. We're so excited about these and they're stacked up outside. Um, and um, her mom says, you know, why do you have so many, you know, in a judgment tone, why do you have so many lawn chairs? Like, cause I wanted them. Right. Mm-hmm. And so the immediate answer, like part of only part of doing boundaries. It's just who you're being, right? Like, I'm not going to justify, like the answer is because I wanted them, right? I'm not going to feel hurt that you asked me that. I'm not going to feel the clear judgment, even though I could recognize it. Like, it's because I wanted them, right? Mm -hmm. And what that boundary is, is I'm clear. Like, I've been clear the whole, the, I mean, Jenny loved like hearing the whole story about these chairs and the evolution and all of this um, because I got exactly what I wanted for an awesome price and an Mm -hmm. awesome investment. And um, like loving and being true to me, like not cowering, not second guessing myself, like not like I have 10 chairs because I wanted 10 chairs, period. Mm -hmm. No explanation, right? Um, and then it was, you know, we went in to try and tell this story because we were excited about how much we saved on these chairs, how much we manifested, right? And that immediately got, well, like, just because you see something doesn't, you know, the story got interrupted. Just because you see something doesn't mean you have to buy it. Uh, or, you know, don't you don't have to buy all these things you don't need. And mm-hmm. I, my thing is um, I'm setting a boundary in what you get to say to me by my response. Like, I did one. These are exactly what I wanted. Right? My <laughs> truth is these are exactly what I wanted. They have been looking for. I know exactly where they're going in my house. Like you don't get to question me. And it wasn't mean. It was just like, you're going to tell me don't do this. And I'm going to tell you what I did. But it's my <laughs> truth. <laughs> Go ahead. Right. And that can only happen. I can only come back when I'm 100% clear in who I am and the way I live my life and the things that I've done. Those Mm -hmm. chairs, like, those chairs are 100% clarity. They were manifested. They were chosen. There was a decision. I have a vision. Mm -hmm. All of who I am, you know, it sounds weird to say, but everything I do, like, is wrapped up in everything I have and everything I am. And those chairs are a very clear reflection. And they're a very clear reflection of, like, the journey with my love and I to get those and like coming and being like, no, I don't like this one. I don't like this one. And then them just like showing up one day amazingly. Mm -hmm. Um, And so coming back sets a boundary. Like you don't get to tell me how I get to spend my money. I don't have to say, you don't get to tell me how I spend my money. You don't get to question how I spend my money. You don't get to tell me what to do. Right. I get to honor who I am and my truth and how I got there and say that. And there's a boundary. Like, I don't think that will happen again because it doesn't, it didn't land, right? So when people who don't have boundaries or respect for other people's thing, which you're going to run into, like, they're looking for that um, payoff of being right or like 
digging yes. at you because they judged you because they're looking to feel better yeah. because they, they you know, could turn something in you. And when they can't, there's no reaction of that. When there's no, um, you know, there's no, you're not squealing because it's turning, which is, mm-hmm. that's not, that's not consciously what anyone is doing. Let's be clear. Um, but unconsciously, that's where they're getting their, their payoff for that. Like it, it doesn't, it's not going to happen anymore because you are clear. And I honored my truth and, and said that. So mm-hmm. there's no payoff for it. Yeah. And it's extra, Cass was saying this earlier. Um, it's like an extra way. So she, there could have been the option of just saying like not responding and like not, mm-hmm. not paying attention to where someone else is at fine this person is in a place where she feels she needs to judge that's fine I don't need to like give it any attention but there's Mm -hmm. something more powerful to add energy to you being who you want to be by standing in your truth by saying I love these chairs I loved the process of getting them oh my goodness my dogs today (laughs) (laughs) so sorry guys I love Um, it and, but the, you, you gain, you strengthen your, you, who you are by being able to show up and say and speak those words and set that boundary like that. And it's not only setting, it's not setting a boundary about pool chairs. It's about setting a boundary about <laughs> don't disrespect my choices. And so mm-hmm. when you say that, or don't, maybe don't, I don't appreciate your judgment of my choices kind of thing. So that translates over the, to anybody in Cassie's life, not that person, just any judgment. Because the stronger she stands in that truth, that's she gets a reflection of that in, in the reality. So that's another cool thing about like any chance you get to, to stand in your truth, do it. Because <laughs> it's just right. like, yeah. And it doesn't have to be mean. Right. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's interesting you said, because I think this is also the point we want to make in the explanation, right? It's not me saying, like, you hurt my feelings when you do that, because she mm-hmm. actually didn't, because I'm so clear in who I am. I'm like, no, no, you just don't get to say that. Yeah. Right. But when we're, you know, sometimes I think this, we think it's about, or people think boundaries are about like letting someone else know how you feel. And that's not what a boundary is. Like being in life and doing certain things is about how it feels, but boundaries are setting the things around us that make us feel safe and secure and and allow us to be who we are. Mm-hmm. This might be a silly example, but it reminds me of like when like not explaining things. And so yeah. I would say to my brother, or so he, why did, well, you know, he likes to question my business choices because he's very analytical. <laughs> <laughs> well, why did you do that? Why did you invest in that? And like my responses are like, because it felt good. <laughs> and like, <laughs> yes. And then, and then he would, but this is the funny part. He's like, blah, blah, blah. After years of this, I remember it was like some Christmas or something and he like ate some of my chocolate or whatever. And I'm like, Adam, why did you eat some of my chocolate? And he's like, because it felt good. And I'm like, you little brat. (laughs) (laughs) Just being funny. I love it. Yeah. So is there anything else you want to kind of wrap up with, Cass? You know, just that um, uh, you can apply boundary setting like, LOA style is using LOA. It's asking for what you want and really honoring who you are and the experience that you want to create in your life. Mm -hmm. Being true to that and being willing to own it. Mm -hmm. 
I love it. LOA style is like bringing the awareness in to go after what you want to, yeah, just like Cass said, be who you want to be. Yes. I love it. Awesome. Have a great week, everyone, and we'll catch you next time. Bye. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.